Hey there, Sharon Hornell from here. Let's talk about how the powers that be, or how to use the powers that be to supersize and grow your business. Our idiom, our expression today, with respect to leadership, is the powers that be. Now, this is a, an interesting idiom, because I guarantee I've used it. I guarantee I've thought it. I guarantee I have uh, talked about it with other people before, in and outside of my business life. The powers that be, dates back to the 1526 translation, the William Tyndale, Tyndale's translation of the Bible. Also appeared in the King James Version of the Bible, of course, in Romans 13.1. And it says, and I'm going to read it so I don't mess it up. Uh, the, oh, let every soul submit himself unto the authority of the higher powers. There is no power but of God. The powers that be are ordained by God. Now, I'm sure there'd be some discussion and things around the actual origin of this particular idiom, but what does it mean? It means that there are certain people in authority or authority or power that hold some sway or influence over other people. Um, it's Think of our establishments, think of our, our established governments, think of our authorities like the Port Authority, think of the in the United States, the USDA, that's one that I dealt with a lot, the United States Department of Agriculture holds authority over anyone that produces or manufactures or does anything with meat type products or animals or um, things like that. The Department of Agriculture has authority over all types of agriculture in the United States or and the um, FDA has authority over all types of other products and services and so there's different organizations or government officials or even like leaders in organizations that have authority over other people they have the say think of in our families parents theoretically have the authority over our children <laughs> I kind of laugh at that one because a lot of times our, our kids uh, rule the roost, but we're supposed to have authority over them, right? We're supposed to be teaching them and leading the way. So how do you use the powers that be and the fact that there is sort of a hierarchy of things in different situations, different organizations, and we have it in organizations to help them run smoothly, right? We, we talked about too many chiefs and not enough Indians yesterday. There has to be somebody that's ultimately responsible. Now, here's the deal. With... Uh, authority should come responsibility unfortunately we're not seeing that everywhere in the world but let's let's assume for the purpose of this discussion that people that are in authority are also responsible and take responsibility for their actions and their leadership so how do you supersize and use this to grow your business well number one I say you have to work with or around the the powers that be whatever currently is the, here's the USDA guidelines today. In my food manufacturing business, I could choose not to follow them, but guess what? I could choose to lose my business because the USDA could come in on any given day and shut my business down if I was choosing to not follow the guidelines. Or I can just choose to follow the guidelines, set up my processes and systems so that the guidelines and expectations of any regulatory agency are always met and always fulfilled, and then do a little bit more because guess what? A lot of the things that are in place are good for our businesses. OSHA is good for people's businesses. 
safety is good for people's businesses. You don't want your customers or your employees or the people that you work with, your team members, getting hurt ever. At least, I don't know why you would want them to. Uh, be true to and be consistent to your goals and values no matter what. No matter what the powers that be say, you have to always look at everything and say, but, but how do I apply this to my business and to my life? Uh, there's a lot of things right now that the powers that be in, in the United States of America right now say are right and good and true. And some companies are jumping on the bandwagon and implementing them across the board without really thinking about, is this what's right for my business, my customers, my organization, the people that I support, the, the difference I'm here to make in the world? And if it's not consistent, why are you applying it? Just to get along, just to look good to certain people? Probably not a great long-term strategy because, like everything else, what is and isn't considered acceptable, and I'm talking about big outside issues, changes all the time. Our, our environment around our business and around us changes all the time. And if you're going with the winds of change and always just um, flim-flamming around, then you're like that rudderless ship in the ocean that whatever direction the wind blows, that's the direction you're going to go. And over time, you're going to lose your people and you're going to lose your ability to lead because people are, are never going to know what to really expect from you. They know that you'll change on the dime with whatever is going on. I've seen that in corporate America uh, where you, know, you get a new leader, you get a new owner, you get a new president, you get a new boss. And all of a sudden, the expectations are totally different than what they were from your old boss. And you're used to doing things a certain way. And some people are able to change and adjust to the new authority figure. Other people aren't. Guess what? Those other people usually get fired or end up out. And so you have to figure out what's the balance between fitting in but always doing what's right and being consistent and true to your core values and the core values of your business. That's why we have our own businesses, so that we can choose what's important to us and the people that we serve and continue to serve them in those ways that are important. And that may or may not have anything to do with religion or politics or the, the flavor of the day uh, strategies, business strategies. There's a lot of marketing strategies and a lot of things that I see going by the wayside and, and people are jumping on the bandwagon. We made $10 million using this strategy. We made $100 million doing that. Well, great, good for you. Those are good things, but like anything else, they'll come and go, and as a leader, you have to be the director of your organization. You have to be the one that sets the direction, keeps everybody in line with core values, and continues to move and grow in the direction that's right for your business and the people that you serve. We want to remember to serve the people that we serve so well and in ways that they value, that feel right to them, no matter what's going on around. And pay attention to as things in the world change, what ways can we serve the people that we're already serving or that we want to serve even better? And we want to make that service and, and their use of and involvement with our organization to feel natural and as seamless as possible for them because that's how we become an inherent part of their lives and, and things. Um, communicate clearly. One of the biggest things I think is important as a leader, and especially with respect to the powers that be, is make sure that everybody understands what the expectations are. I'm thinking a lot of the USDA today. It's once everybody in the organization understands what's expected, and once we've set up our processes and systems to always deliver those on those expectations or something better, 
we don't have to think about them anymore. We don't have to worry about them. We only have to worry about or think about or take into consideration things that change. And when we're just dealing with small incremental changes, our businesses and our lives become a lot easier. If we're looking at global issues that really we have nothing to do with and very little impact on uh, and trying to change or control those, we're going to be struggling. I say keep it simple, make it easy, lead by example. I'll probably say this almost every day that we talk about leadership, but it's just like with our kids. They will do what they see us do, not what they hear us say. So in all ways, the powers that be need to lead by example. I found a quote that I kind of like today that I don't know if it really ties into the powers that be, but it says, um, a leader is best when people barely know that he or she or whatever your gender uh, selection is uh, exists. This was um, actually from The Way in the Life, according to Latsu. And it doesn't matter where it came from, it's really wise. I know that if you are a team leader, if you are a business leader, if you are uh, any type of leader, what you want to see happen around you is the results of your leadership. And that is by not being in front and the big authority and the expert of all things, but by creating that and pulling this the good and the strengths out of the people that you interact with. Highlighting and shining the light on them is actually how you become a great leader. At least I think it's one of the ways that you do. That's our idiom for today, the powers that be. Love to know your experience with this particular uh, idiom and, and uh, how it's played out in your business and in your life. Share in the comments below. I will, of course, with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean on leadership? Where does it come from and how might you use it in your business and maybe even in your life or family today? Have a great day.